0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 90, Aligning with Fire Summer Energy. Welcome to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of The Mindful Design Feng Shui School together they have over 3 decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers punctuary courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce our special guest. So Stacy Scott is the founder of Sanctuary Feng Shui, and she is a Feng Shui practitioner and expert in everyday living. Stacy arrives with 10 years of experience of one-on-one client mentorship, rapport building, and collaboratively solving complex everyday dilemmas. Stacey is a graduate of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School, and she holds a clinical doctorate in occupational therapy from Thomas Jefferson University. Her website is sanctuaryfengshui.com, and that's also her Instagram. So you have to check it out because she does all this fun stuff on there. And I'm so, so honored that
1: she is sharing her wisdom with us today. Welcome, Stacey. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm very, very thrilled to be here.
2: Yeah, well we're happy to have you here. And this is Laura, everyone. So, Stacey, I was looking at your Instagram the other day and I noticed that you had these really cool posts about specifically about an area of the Bagua that we call Lee and I thought you handled it really well and I really liked some of your suggestions and I we thought why not unpack it a little further. So, why if you're cool with it. Why don't we talk a little bit more about why we should be talking about that particular area and maybe talking a little bit more about what that area means, Lee?
1: So I'm so glad you brought that up. So this kind of came to me uh, maybe about a month or so ago. There was so much talk about the heaviness of the moment and about just all the energy swirling around. Not only between the pandemic and also kind of what socially was going on in our country. And I was just thinking how, just how to kind of tap into that energy and just kind of help people feel a little bit more at ease with the energy of the year and also the energy that is going on right now in their lives to help them not only maybe find some peace, serenity, spaciousness in their lives, and just a way of really getting grounded amongst everything that was happening. So I particularly love to talk about the energy of each area of the energy map, and if you're more familiar feng shui-wise, we call that the pagua. Anytime there's that proverbial bump in the road, if you have a better idea of the energy centers that kind of align with that bump in your life, I think that gives you a really great tool to kind of figure out what's going on, find a way to around that bump, or see what else you can do about it. That's kind of why I love to talk energy.
2: And you're uh, you're a graduate of our program that mm-hmm. Angie mentioned as well, our certification program. So it's good that you spoke a little bit about Lee. This whole area, which is all around fire, it's connected to summer. It's all about being visible and being seen, because obviously the fire is lights things up and it gives you clarity. But you also mentioned something interesting, which is it can also be emotional. Like there's a lot of high emotions happening right now. Everything is a bit heightened. And obviously, we're in the heat of the summer as well. Okay, so we know this is happening. There is an area of your home that is specifically about being noticed that's connected with this. So, can you talk a little bit about? what an average person could do, you know, or how they can use or why they would even want to adjust that area. Let's go, let's actually back it up. Let's talk about that. Like, so there's this area called Lee, or there's this whole concept of using this fire element. Why would we want to use it in our own lives?
1: So that's such a great question. Lee is the sparkle, the passion, uh, the drive that makes us get up and go out every day into the world and do what we got to do. But on a deeper level, Lee is connected to personal power and how you show up in the world. Now, for a lot of people, that gives them the willy-nillies because that that doesn't always have to mean this really big thing. It can be just how you want to be known amongst your friends in your community or in the greater world around you. Now, that can be something as small as you really want to be known for your chocolate chip cookie recipe. Or that can be something as majorly big as you are starting a business or having a career shift. And you want everybody around you to know about what it is you are all about. Now, specifically, when it comes to Lee, and this gives me sometimes pause myself, this was an area of my home that I really have had to work through. In order to show up and show off to the world, you've got to like tell the world what it is you're about. Now, when that for a lot of people comes to social media in this incredibly virtual time, we're all kind of to some degree still stuck in our homes. So what does that look like to you to show off to the world what you got? That's why this Lee area really has this nice deep meaning connected to your personal seat of power and you can really do some journaling and some meditation around what that means to you and then we can kind of shift it over to your home as well and what you can do in your home physically and tangibly to help you through some of that personal exploration.
2: Cool. So... Yeah, so if you are in a place in your life where you're feeling you want to be seen more or you want to step it up, as you said, or you're ready to step into the sun, step out into the light Mm -hmm. and be seen, this is an area that you should pay attention to, potentially, right? But you also spoke a little bit about how other people see you because it's really important, right? Your reputation, because it is connected. Traditionally, people... Here it is, fame, right? But what is fame, right? It's going to be so many things, and so reputation. So, give me, like, you personally, when you started, how did you personally use this? You said that when you were thinking about it, what what kind of things, or how did you sort of reconcile and figure out what you wanted to do this personally?
1: So it's it's funny you mentioned that this actually presented itself to me as a personal barrier. You know, having gone through the mindful design certificate course, I knew what feng shui things to do in this area of my home but when I went to do them I would back off I would say oh I'll, I'll do that tomorrow whereas other areas of my home I'd run right out and grab the plants the decor the feng shui crystals anything that I needed so it really gave me pause and it made me step back and think well do I have some sort of personal barrier around showing off who I am to the world and that was a yes a big resounding yes And so by doing this work, by kind of dismantling some of those self stories that I had around showing up and showing off to the Mm -hmm. world, I was able to then kind of dive into the feng shui a bit more and slowly add some of those plants and crystals and things that we traditionally feng shui um, has us do in this area of our home.
2: Yeah, you brought up a good point that sometimes we almost don't feel like we want to be seen. It's a scary thing to, to put yourself out there, right? But it's also important to reflect on what people, what people are seeing about you and to make sure that if you don't pay attention to that and you don't reflect on how you want to show up in the world and how you want to be seen, you, you know, you want to make sure it's clear for everyone, right? You don't want to have other people's perceptions. So you really want to be clear What do I want? What do I want to get out of this? Where am I going? And actually, you know, we talk a lot about this in the when we're teaching. And actually, Angie and I talk a lot when we're talking in the program, um, even in the podcast, about the idea of these dualities. So, not only do we have an area called Lee, which is fire and fame and visibility, but we have the other area that is the opposite, which is water which is darker, which is colder, but it has a lot to do with a particular area of our lives that a lot of us worry about, a lot of us are trying to build, which is career. So do you see these two, you know, these opposite guas, like have you played with both of them? How do you see them fitting together? What are your thoughts on those?
1: Yeah, so I have done a little bit in my own home in terms of the career center, which like you said, is just opposite to this fiery fame center So in playing around with that a little bit, you are able to kind of augment or boost or bring those energy levels in tandem with one another to try to help you work through potentially if you find that you have a similar barrier to being seen in the world like I did. I do like trust to people though, if you are just thinking kind of generally about how you present yourself to the world and what you'd like to be known for, it doesn't always have to be in relation to your career. That's such a big idea, right? And that can be really mm-hmm. overwhelming for people to swallow. That's why I mentioned earlier, like it can just be something as small as your chocolate chip cookie recipe mm-hmm. that you don't want to turn into a side hustle. You just want everybody to know that you have the best chocolate chip cookies. So, I I like to take some of the stress off of that for folks and it can change over the years. If you decide you want to be known for one thing, it can certainly morph and change as you morph and change. And that's the beauty of a feng shui practice is it's going to grow along with you because you are evolving and that home is going to evolve along right, right beside you.
2: Cool. Yeah, you brought up a good point. I mean, everyone hits these things differently, and you know, and wants different things out of them. And it doesn't have to be, you know, these giant monumental changes. It can be quite simple and 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 smaller, but still mean a lot to you. Okay, so let's say I was your client, and I did want to really kind of expand, let's say I was doing something bigger than making a chocolate chip cookie. Let's say I was, I don't know, writing a book or launching a podcast or doing something like that. What would be some of the things that I could do specifically in that area of the home Lee? visibility?
1: Yeah. So in order to kind of turn up the heat and sparkle in this area, I usually like just to start with, What's going on in that area? Well, A, what area of the home is it? So laying Mm -hmm. the energy map like we do and figuring out where it is. So let's pretend like it's a living room or something like that. Really having the person deeply clean it. I like to have folks take their energetic blinders off. We have these activity patterns that we walk through our homes every day and we form these blinders. We stop really seeing our homes. So like that doorknob that's been broken for three years that you're like, I'll get around to it eventually. It's learning to take those blinders off. So I like to start with folks with getting them in that space, whatever their lee area is and really deeply cleaning it and going through some of it if it needs to be decluttered. That way you can really tune into what is happening in that space The other thing I like to then go with, and I have this in my own home, is lots of plants. It's that wood element. Wood is going to feed that fire. I like wood because it's this nice kind of continuous, slow growth build, especially if you're someone like me where too much fire all at once is just way too much and I am overwhelmed. So it's gonna give you that nice kind of subtle growth. In addition to that, there's a lot of different, just decor shaped things. So triangle is the shape of this area you talk about energy flowing kind of to a point and being a little explosive. If you think about the shape of a triangle, it's going up into that point and you feel a little certain way about having a point kind of directed at you. So you can use a lot of triangular shaped objects, bookcases. There's a lot of macrame hangers now that are very, very popular if you're all over Pinterest. Those have triangular shapes in them that can be hung up on the wall. You can also use, one of my favorite things to do is to bring in flowers. My dining room table happens to be in my lee area. So I'm always refresh my flowers every week with red or orange flowers because those are the colors that really get this area going.
2: Cool. Those are good. That's good. Yeah. And simple things, right? You know, like just thinking about those things the way you broke it down, you know, color, shape, material, getting creative, doing you know small things in that area and then you know you've spoken so nicely about really getting in touch with your own intention you know with how do you want to show up right because that's really important right you can just throw these things on a table and do these things but if you don't connect it on a deeper level it's really going to be hard to connect it if you can't figure out why you're doing it it's really going to be hard for the universe to be figuring out why you're doing it okay so i love that those were great ideas so For those of you that are not, that know, have been listening to our podcast for a while, and you know, we do have a a free download to map the Bhagwat. So you can figure out where to find that spot in your home. If you go to the show notes, there'll be a link. Or if you go to our blog page on mindfuldesign.com, it will be there. You'll see it. And then you can download that and it'll, it'll help you figure that stuff out. So you can at least figure out where to activate those areas, specifically Lee, what we're talking about. Okay. So we're talking a lot about bringing this fire energy in and is there any kind of stumbling blocks or any issues energetically that we should think about before we start to ask
1: for all this fire in our life? Absolutely. So because feng shui, we always talk about balance. Each of the five elements that we kind of work with in our home, they they both have two sides to them. So fire, we're talking a lot about that. We want that passion and that that get up and go and that ignition. Uh-huh but the opposite side of fire is all-consuming. It can be destructive. It can tear down what it is you're trying to build. So I say all of that because you can kind of internalize those feelings of too much fire. So that would be getting wrapped around the axle about how you're seen and getting really uptight or anxious about, well, what does that person think of me? And this is not an exercise to bring you to that point. You just doing the work in this area on a personal level and using feng shui as your, your, your ability to kind of tune into the universe to manifest whatever your goal is for that area is more than enough to create energy flow in this area of your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just doing that personal work to see how you feel about this is actually a deeper practice you know, rather than, yes, of course, putting red flowers on a dining room table is a nice thing to add to it, but it's good to do both of them. Um, That's awesome. I just really love your feed, by the way, your Instagram feed. You always have such great little tips and they're awesome. Good job. And I think you brought up one thing before we close, one thing that I think I I like to bring up. And I mean, we give a lot of these tips. We give a lot of content, Angie and I and our guests we bring on and are everywhere. We have so much content that we give people on how to use feng shui. A lot of people want to do this stuff for themselves and you absolutely can. You absolutely can do small things and, you know, play with the the practice, you know, simple things. But I think, you know, you mentioned one thing that you go to the same house every day, you look at the same things and you just don't see it, right? It's hard for you to see your own feng shui sometimes. And so... I think you brought up a point that when you work with clients, it's not that you, I mean, yes, you do have special gifts. So I'm not selling you short, but you're coming in with the training, but you also are looking, you're, you don't live there, right? You're looking at it from a, from a, from a feng shui perspective as a consultant and a practitioner, but B, you're also, you don't have the baggage that, you know, or the personal stuff coming at it. So I think you bring up a really good, an important point that if you're feeling that you're stuck and you're really enjoying this practice and you want to do it more, you know, seek out a feng shui practitioner or consultant to work with you because it really can help you to see things that you may not have been able to see before right i think that's really you brought up that point i think it's really important yeah well,
1: I, I love that because i was just going to add to it we don't have the energetic bonds to your space so we are able to come in really unencumbered by that energy that you feel all day every day and just see it really crystal clearly where it might've taken you weeks to months to kind of get there, we can come in really with a lot of clarity and say, Oh yes, I see this. This is what's happening. And you're just sit, you could potentially sit there going, Oh my gosh. Yes. I've been, that is, those are the words I've been looking for.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, you're exactly right. So, um, but you know,
1: everyone,
0: one thing to add, feng shui consultants, like Laura and I, we are always taught you shouldn't do your own feng shui actually. So, so we, you know, in our program, we have a, we have the collaboration community where we have this monthly mastermind where we have a, um, a network of people and we work with each other, but we can also do each other's feng shui because really that's the exact same thing. We were taught that if you try to do your own feng shui, even, even a consultant or a practitioner, you, you, it's hard to diagnose yourself. It's really great. Yep, to do that. It yeah. is.
2: Yep. Well, Stacy, this was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Stacey, do you have anything you want to share with
1: the listeners before we close? I do. And thank you for asking and reminding me. And not to totally jump off topic, but I am putting together a work from home workshop that will run on July 23rd. That's um, two Thursdays from now. So you got a little bit of time, especially if you're catching this episode a little bit late. But it's just going to be a really nice, down and dirty kind of work from home feng shui, what you need to know. Um, and how to really do it in your life right now so that you can kind of shift those energies and really feel better. Um, It just more and more of us are really going to be working from home for the long haul. So I really want folks to have a nice rewarding space that feels good, even if they don't have a home office.
2: Awesome. And how can they find out, where can they go to find out about how to take part in this?
1: So find me over on Instagram on Sanctuary Feng Shui. You can find the link in my bio and I'll start promoting it definitely within the next day or two.
0: Perfect. Uh, We can add it in the show notes too. Awesome. Cool. So thank you so much, Stacey. This was great. And I hope you can come back soon. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at MindfulDesignSchool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.